Welcome to Unsolicited Views, where we talk about topics that you may or may not give a damn about. So, like, it's, it's levels to women. Like, you got a woman, like, you could tell a woman's energy, like a grown woman. I think I get you know it, but I mean? I'm trying to. Every woman is all not, the listeners. You know, we got yeah, a lot of women yeah, listening. Yeah, every mean? woman is not a grown woman. Like some women, that woman, I don't. I, I, it's a certain swag. So it's, it's yeah, a, it's like maybe it's more the classic traits of a woman, what we consider a grown woman, because it's something very appealing about a woman that like is still that classic. Um, put her herself together, a nice bag. Is it just sex appeal? Up. Is that what you're talking? It's about? It's not sex appeal because it's more than that. For example, is is women that are not, I would say, carry herself grown and still have sex appeal. I think sex appeal is actually sometimes for the youth. I don't think so. I think no. it's for the young. I think sex appeal is for the older. Yeah, you're right. I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> like, Cause like that's what we was talking about on one episode our last couple episodes when we was talking about like the aunties. Yeah. Like it's but I yeah, I guess okay. I guess we'll stay here. So grown woman, that is that's probably what it is then. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking of it, it's sex appeal. It's sex appeal. But it's not, it's sex appeal without being. She not trying. Not even but trying. But that, that's what sex appeal is though. That's. Because sex appeal, it don't, you don't have to be sexy to have sex appeal. Right. And you also, you also <laughs> don't have to, and sometimes it's an allure. Every now and then you, okay, you see a woman, some of them, okay, they, they wearing it out. Like you see the ass, you might see them legs, you might see some titties, okay. But then there's another thing when the woman can just cover it all up and then you like, yo, what's under there? Right. That I think that's the one. That's, that's the sex that's, appeal. Like that's if you show it all, energy. I ain't going to say every, every woman that shows it all and, and, and is very um, yeah. outgoing with their clothes, uh, uh, they don't have sex appeal, but most of them don't. <laughs> That might be a hot take. Well, I think sometimes they overcompensate. Maybe that's what it is. But, nah, I, I beg to differ. Because I think sometimes when you see the woman that's willing to, you know, even if it's not showcasing it for men, I don't think women should have to showcase their body for men. That's my disclaimer. I know how that gets sure? taken out of proportion. Eh. Um, <laughs> right, but yeah. uh, uh, that woman sometimes, you can see their confidence. They can lead with, you know, it, it is a confidence. So you, it's funny because... So you look at his confidence, and, and it, it is like that for the most part. And Men want a confident woman, but yet they want a mild meat. We actually, I mean, I know I we think it's seeking for attention. That sounds very Toxic. old of you. Yeah. That's a very old man take. That's not right. like a, my dad's take. Maybe I am there. So you think? So you saying like a woman, you know, that dress yeah. more provocatively? You perceive, and this it. isn't a hundred percent of the way. right, right. But you perceive it off first saying, glance yeah. as possibly seeking attention, yeah. seeking behavior. But actually, I think because you weren't, you weren't, you weren't this, and your ass out and your titties out. Right. It's a reason you're doing that. I mean, yeah, you think you look good, but why? Why else? So you like conservative? You're huh? more conservative guy. Nah, I don't know. I like. It sounds cliche, but in between, like I like the. Yeah. You know, you can throw on the heels and all of that. You can you have like a little the, bit of cleavage yeah, yeah. out, but not too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you like? Don't the, get me wrong. I like, like the all element that do it. You no, like the yeah, element of surprise, it. huh? You like the element of surprise. Yeah. Okay. That's where the sex appeal comes from. It's the imagine. It's like you imagine. I think women have to grow into their sex appeal. Because yeah, I actually think about like when we were younger, like, I don't think like in high school girls had. No, it was always maybe one or two that might have had sex appeal and they just didn't know it. But when you're young, I don't think you're looking at a woman or a girl think, for sex yeah, appeal. I don't think we are. You're just looking at how they look. You're just looking at how they look. <laughs> yeah, the very like, basic of the aesthetics. Yeah. But as you get older, it's like as as, as men, as we mature right. in our thinking, you know, some they take yeah. it, it takes a while for us sometimes. But it does. I think we mature in our thinking as far as yeah, uh, thirty. I think thirty is when you start to mature the most for men. Yeah, but men usually mature after loss. Now, unfortunately, yeah. I'm just trying to think. It's thirty to right. I was thinking older. Yeah, some some would say forty. At 30, it depends I'm on thinking what thirty five. That's when you start realizing, like, yo, I'm almost forty. So this is the tricky part. Men mature at different in different parts of their life, in different time, like in different ways. For example, a gentleman from like the streets or the hood, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's matured in survival, providing, and protection. Like he's matured in that regard. Right. But he may be immature in, you know, emotional intelligence. Like he might not be able to express the anger, the rage, 
the tough he feelings because to. he doesn't have to. So I'm saying, so I think it's just maturing in different places. I think when women talk about men maturing specifically, a lot of times I think they're talking about men maturing emotionally. But like I said, which man, is, I don't even, we we said this. I don't even think they fully want fully uh, emotionally, man. Yeah, here we go, guys. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I think women want. Yeah. A fully evolved good. emotional man, but I don't think we're as equipped as we think as men and women to take on that maturity. If that makes sense, I guess that's no, the safest way to put it. You, you say it again. So I don't think. All right. So let me just let me not be PC. So I think women do want an emotional mature man, but I don't think they always to an extent to an extent. But I yes. don't think they always know what to do with it once they get it. Yeah, because I mean, we imagine, strive imagine for it, I mean, picture a, a healthy man, like right, a fully healthy, therapeutized. Is that a word? Therapeutized. Yeah, yeah. a therapeutized man. Therapeutized. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> imagine that, and he knows how to get his feelings out at all times. He's worked on it. He's worked on it, and then he's like just blunt to the point where it's like, I, I guess it's probably ways to do so it. So here's the hot take on that. Right, the go. hot take on that is. I think some women, not all women, possibly can be offended by that because it it exposes you. Because exactly. if, if a man is that forward and mature and really know what he wants, it exposes you or it's quickly called toxic or misogynistic. That's exactly what I was trying to get at. You it's, just said it more eloquently yeah. than I could. Because it can but, be flipped. It flip it on you. That's what I'm saying. Imagine that healthy man who is able to really get his feelings out and see what he's thinking every time i think that's i think that's possible. like that would cut my cause i think it'll cause chaos yeah, it'll cause chaos in the house it'll because cause it's chaos. Like, the, the soon as they say something and then they take it the wrong way and it's like that changes that turns to an argument but as much and as it shouldn't people, be argument but people like to chase of things and i don't think people want to give in to the credence that they like the dysfunction and that's yep. men and women aside. Dysfunction both. is fun though. People like the dysfunction. And then what happens is when they get the dis- don't have the dysfunction, I don't think people always know how to survive in dysfunction. Not with there's without, no without right. dysfunction. They don't. So like when you are meeting my needs and you are being attentive and you are giving me what I want and you're communicating with me. <laughs> so men can get put see <laughs> And you get put in that back. Men, so for example men is, they are we're in a lose lose situation sometimes. So like for example, let's I don't know. This is just weird. Let's let's just let's uh, entertain myself us for a second. Yeah. We could be considered boring men, very much so, because we, you know, we live. I guess what you would call a structured lifestyle. We take care of our family, take care of the people around us. You know, we're not trying to be in the mix. We're not get so like as much as that's always been my argument. Whereas though, as much as people say, you know, there are not a lot of guys out here. I don't think. I still think that bad boy thing is a, is a thing for women. It is. And, and, the, and the bad boy doesn't look the same way as it idea. used to. That's, that's the difference. I would say more the bad boy is turning to the fuck boy now. And I think women... Uh, I think more... It's, it's not as many... There's a lot more fuck boys out here than I think real men. Let's be honest. Yeah, uh, I think I mean you have to you have to agree. With you that. have to agree with that, but I think they they are they exist because of they exist because women let it. That's and that's a part of it because I don't think and I think a lot of times they put that on men to say you got to check them, but I I I'm I beg to differ. Like I feel as though a man well certain stuff you need to check, but men adapt quickly to whatever is allowed. So for example, if that's, women stop allowing. <laughs> Men will adapt. I've been saying that for so long. Because men aren't, we ain't like that. We we going to get what we want. So if it, it means. Men live for women. Yes. If it means wine and dining and that's the requirement, that's going to be the requirement. But I don't think, right. sometimes I think it can be struggle. If women out here letting niggas be fuckboys and fuckboys exactly. winning. Exactly. Why would a fuckboy not want to be a fuckboy? And a lot of men, that's their argument for not being in relationships. But that's just a whole other conversation. <laughs> because they, Which in turn, why women aren't in relationships. Correct. Because a man don't want to be a relationship because it's like I can get if I can get all this being fuckboy. But see, it's, it's it's unpacks a whole big conversation. A relationship is good though. We got I want to get Maul here when we had this big bigger bigger talk because then you can it's say so then you get the pick me's. 
then women can say, well, that's how you get pick me's out of the situation. Where so there's a lot of different levels to it. But I always say my my biggest thing is I just think the the winning of men and women should just stop. Like we gotta learn how to just coexist. Cause I think too much is a, is a competition. Cause in turn, a lot of times when you're trying to be more like a man, you take those special things that make you a woman away, and you become unattractive. Yeah, and it's a lot that goes into that. It's a lot that goes into it, but like, what makes you special as a woman is who you are and your abilities that a man doesn't possess. So men are still attracted to women, the feminine, feminine energy. Yeah. If you, if that's what you after, you're heterosexual. You, that's what you go after. So I still, I'm still that kind of guy. Like I want what is feminine does have a definition of me. Contrary to them not let you know people thinking. You, you can't get your right. shit off and tell people what feminine looks like to you. If they can say what masculine looks like, I, I'm telling what, you, feminine looks a certain way. That's fine, man. Women are so dick, so much dictators that we don't, we never really get into. They dictators and we bitches. Be right. honest with you. Right. You know what I mean? We, we kind of just. so much to us, but then they say it's us that's not doing something. Or, yeah. But I think because. Is I, I don't know. I don't know. I really wish there was some research to back this up. I think it's a complex with men, specifically black men, because that's all I can really speak on. On this podcast, all, yeah. most of what we talk about is a black man experience. I really don't know what the white guys are doing. Power to the white brothers, the Asian brothers, all of them. Yeah, but I don't know what they're doing. Um, black man. But I, it's something about because I, we are all black men, and a lot of traditional black men are really close to their mothers. And I wonder if that starts kind of the docile or the uneven communication with women. I could be off. So it could be because we're growing up by our mothers. We're groomed by our mothers to be that way. And then we take that into our relationships as an adult. That's, that's just a hot take. Like, I don't know if that's true, but that's just off the dome. Because it just, that's the I'm, only thing I'm that kind of makes sense that. to me. Because we're groomed by women. You're groomed to like how to treat women. So you kind of get into a relationship. It's like you're grown, you grow up not speaking up for yourself. Literally because that will get you in trouble, specifically speaking up to a woman. And then That's a good point. you get there, now you need to speak up. It's, it's, it's a mind fuck. It, it is. And we live in a walking conundrum. Yeah, it's a, it's, we're walking paradox. We are. Because we get in that relationship and if it's not working... The way same way that we did with our mom, mm -hmm. it's 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 hard. It's hard to communicate. Yeah, that, I think that's you know, a lot so. of black men. I think we start our communication specifically with our mother, and how your mother, because you got a lot of different black moms specifically. You got black moms that treat their sons like boyfriends. You got tr black mo uh, moms that hate their sometimes sons or specifically sons um, because of things they've seen in their father's traits or their past hurt. Um, you have ones that spoil and buy, um, try to buy love. Um, you got ones that try to toughen them up to. It's a lot of different levels. And I think that affects how you matriculate through life with women. Yeah, see, we, uh, I don't think we ever look at it like that. Oh, no, it's, it's, very, it's very poignant. But you got to think about, think, I always think about my situation, right? I have three, it was three boys for a long time mm -hmm. and my dad. So my mom... We spent. I spent a lot. Of, I spent probably the more time around my mom than my other brothers, because of just what happened, what was going on in the family and such. So I was under my mother a lot, because um, I got. I think that's why I adapted a lot of her traits, a lot of the, uh, some more feminine traits in terms of just like you know maybe. Um, how can I say this? Yeah, I, I wanted. To, I wanted to see how you was gonna take go. No, nah, I'm not. It's not feminine traits. Like I'm like I'm a woman, but the same token is it's just communication and just I'm more I'm, I might be more gentle you're more in touch with your feminine side I don't like that in touch shit <laughs> I don't like it's something about it when somebody say you're in touch with it why like, not but you are though but uh, but you're, everybody's masculine and feminine both you just have you might have a, just a see why do you have a problem with it I don't like if, the in touch if, if, if you, you just said maybe it's the word touch maybe is that what it is it maybe it's the word touch you're in touch with your feminine side I, mean, I can be in touch with my feminine side that's why I cry sometimes but it's I'm, crying I'm but crying bullshit. isn't feminine though Crying is a feminine. We associate with feminine. I don't think crying is feminine. Maybe that's, yeah, that's my toxic trait. Yeah, I don't think crying is feminine. I think crying is but just I cry, crying. Though, so I, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. Well, we should cry. I think crying is like one think, of the best yeah. releases you ever can get. But I think, like you said, if you've grown up, especially with your mom, 
or if you mom and dad, you probably never seen your dad cry. Um, not like not maybe now. Not maybe, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it'll, now, something happened, up. but I never seen him just like boo hoo. So you seen your dad, and then you see your mom, and you see probably seen your mom cry a few times. Not over nothing that he did per se, but she probably just a little more emotional. Mm. So I think that's why it's easy to connect a um, crying to a, a woman as opposed to a man. That is true. And that, I mean, and again, that's wrong and toxic because, like you said, crying should not be a feminine trait. It's not. That is true. It's a natural trait. It is. It is. That, that you need. To, that you need. You need to cry. Interesting. I go back to my toxic roots. Oh, so let's get to the podcast. Well, we didn't introduce the podcast from. We're actually we're keeping all that shit because I ain't got time. Oh yeah, yeah. That's all in there. Oh, yeah. But uh, we back another episode of Uncensored Views. You. It's just John and uh, Mel. Yeah. So I get a, I guess I'm doing solo episodes now. Um, I so I get a, so. I get a more episode and a Mel episode. Maybe it's just me and Sil do one. Who knows? Um, um, but we here. <laughs> you ready to take a day off? Nah, I'm good right well, now. I'll let good. you know. I, I will let you know. Um, how do you feel about? I know it's funny. This is not how we usually start, but like, did you, the whole, the funniest thing was the Rick Ross cover, and they said that was a saucy Santana. Somebody sent me a DM, said that looked like me. I was pissed. Yo. <laughs> I was pissed. That's wild. <laughs> I'll be pissed too. Uh, somebody also said it looked like an AKA uh, probate. Uh. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's the funniest. <laughs> I've been dying on this picture. It did. I feel bad for him, yo. They, they did so much. To, <laughs> Wrong to that man for that picture, but I, the album better be fired. I think be it's gonna fire. be fire. It's I gonna just get wait. more Ross and what you know what he what he gives us. I've been, I've been listening to you essentials Rick Ross for the past couple of days. It's, it's a great driving playlist, man. What? It's a great driving playlist. But what's been going on? How's married life? Married life. I get that question so much. I get. It. I'm I glad to give it, the proper answer. I'm glad is. to give it to you because I got it for the first time. <laughs> Yo, it's I've like, been married. I'm it's like, like it's it life. To the point where it's lowering. I'm like, what, what, I don't know. What am it's I supposed no to say? You know what? Marriage life is fucked up. I'm ready. Yeah, I hate, I hate her. her. That, <laughs> I hate her. Oh, what are you gonna do with that? I was about to say, like, what, what if I'm having problems that? and you ask that question? Right. That's a fucked up question. Yeah, it's nothing you can do. Uh, no, but in, in all seriousness, it's cool, yo. Like, I, I don't think it's, it's, not, it's not much life. really changed for us. Yeah, it's, it's going. It means ups and. I mean, you do the ups and downs. You got good days, bad days. Exactly, it's, it's a relationship. It's just, We're happy today. She's mad at my ass. I did something wrong. Okay, I'm apologizing again. Still I mean, trying to figure out why. Still trying to figure out why. <laughs> I mean, it's always trying to figure out why. You try to learn, not do it again. Don't fuck up. It's, uh, it's that's a mind fucked in itself, yo. Trying to trying to figure out what you did wrongs to not do it again, and then. <sighs> Let's talk. You can that, talk about my that my brain time. goes down a rabbit hole, and I told you. Well. It's, I, I can like we had a conversation. I will dig. I will like dig into each word and be like, okay, did I say that? Did I say it wrong? Did I? Or so I, like, how I, should I say? Should I have used another word? Right. So me in a relationship, I you know I deal with some of the same stuff. One thing I discovered, well, we both discovered as we talked, you gotta give the biggest thing you can do in a relationship is give grace. Yes, you gotta give grace because what happens is if you get so hung up on I don't want to mess up you're walking on eggshells and this person consistently is judging it can go both ways men one woman a man and then what happens is you really lose the essence of why we're here in the first place right so you gotta like literally forgive each other daily and that's hard I ain't gonna act like it's I about to say that thing. that's probably that's what that's when you in a veteran veteran relationship it's hard you gotta forgive each other every day because if you don't you will get caught up in just the blame game because it's always going to be something that's Somebody does it get on your nerves. Yeah. Do, do you apologize a lot? Oh yeah. I'm I'm the apolo- I mean I don't I'm know. very much I'm very much I think that's a man thing. Oh okay. Like I, <laughs> no, you're not by yourself. Like most men are doing the apology. <laughs> yeah, apologizing. Like, because apologize, I don't know if we like I don't even know what I did, but, but it's probably I know I did something, so Right. I don't know if we actually fucking up as much as we apologizing or we just trying to keep <laughs> that's the peace. What I've been trying to figure out. But sometimes know. you don't even want to get to Okay, I don't feel like getting to the weeds. I'm sorry. Yep. Because sometimes that's what it is. Because like me trying to explain my side, and it's funny. Every now and then we'll get to a conversation, we'll stumble into a conversation, and I explain my side on how I think, and she'd be like, "Wow, is that how you perceive that?" I'm sorry, and I'm just like, "Yeah, that's (laughs) the we working off two different for the last. That was the argument for the last six months. You know, that's the same one I kept apologizing for that I said was me. Yeah, it was really you, but anyway, because I'm not, I'm quick to not say. I don't, I don't throw it back and say, "Oh, it's your fault." I don't think that's no. I think as a man, you got to eat some of this. But I think that's also the problem. I think I think I, eat too much. I try to eat all of it. That's a problem because it's like 
it's like I'm like, all right, I had to do. I probably did something. It, it's not had to. It's like I probably said. I probably did that wrong. Well, I probably should have said it. And then it's hard for me to uh, kind of. Sometimes it's hard for me to express point because I, I don't get my words out quick enough sometimes. And yeah. words, uh, words that come through my head, even because you can hear it on the podcast sometimes when I'm talking, y'all lose my whole train of thought as I'm talking. You can't imagine doing, imagine that in an argument. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. Well, the problem with uh, the problem with kind of not getting your words out, I think you do a di- um, disservice to your partner because then your partner thinks that their shit don't stink, but you like, and then when the time it you do expose. That that shit do stink. It's like an explosion, and it's, it feels like an attack. But it's not an attack. It's, it's like this has been going on. So it's just like, is that a matter of us not effectively communicate or trying to save somebody's feelings? And now you it's usually you, saving feelings, right? But now you sitting there like, what? What the fuck? Do I save the feelings or do I effectively communicate? But if I effectively communicate, I got to deal with comes with me effectively with communicating. Effective communication has consequences. Good yes. has consequences just as well as that's, bad. That's what I said. When, when we get fully healthy, are they ready? I don't know. <laughs> I keep saying I don't know. I think they. I think they are not. They are dead. But I don't think we. Eventually. I don't think we. Re- I mean, we not ready. They not ready. I don't think nobody's ever gonna be ready. No. Now, I'm always on that. You know that kick. Like I was even talking about that one. Um, a part before the last. That last one was accountability. The one before that, I was saying. Even when people say they're not ready for relationships, so you ready? You're never gonna be ready. Like you might as well just go ahead. Yeah, I learned that. You're not gonna be ready. Like what? I, I mean, think that's why I wasn't in a relationship for so long. Yeah. What is what is ready? What is, it's like I, I try to be. But who are you preparing yourself for? And that person I, I might know. have different standards than this person and that person. So yeah. like this person might like you as you is. This person might want you to do two more things. Like it's like. And once you realize, see, that's a grown man thought, right? That there. is a grown man. Thought. <laughs> like that. That's not. Like you never gonna be ready. Twenty five year old John. Oh no, no, no. You never twenty five year old John. But that's not twenty five year old Mel. Nah, you ain't gonna never be ready. Because, uh, I mean, I was just trying to find everything in every woman that I talked to. I think you, that's why I didn't have a girlfriend. I think that's actually something I want to teach. I'll definitely teach my son that. But, like, because that actually is where you stop risk taking. Yeah. You're, you got to think when you're young, you, your risk taking meter is high as shit. Like, when you're young, you, ain't, you, ain't, you don't care. Sniper. But, like, life and programming teaches you to be too risk. Uh, too, too much yeah too mm-hmm. risk averse because it's, it's a danger to being too risk averse yes. because you you actually become stagnant because even with your emotions you become risk averse and that's mm-hmm. where most men are risk averse with their emotions yeah they like okay if i say this if i say i don't like the way you make me feel now why you don't like to make it's just like you don't want to feel and that's me with, and i'm trying to play the cold conversation out and like and that's why that's, sometimes that's i dangerous. don't say it because i try to play the conversation out you and can't i'm like do that. all right so it's all right it's somebody's guilty so you that, know yeah. what I'm not even gonna bother. I'm guilty of that, and I, and I know that's not the that, the best plan because what happens is when you get to those tough conversations, they move the relationship forward in a good way. The problem is it does take a lot of effort to move the relationship forward in a good way. And then if I'm another man, so if I'm if all that is true, why even get into a relationship anyway? And that's what you got to remind yourself is, all right, I'm going to get into it because I really want somebody to spend my life with yes. and coexist with. That's why you're there. You always got to fall back on that. Because Yeah, if you don't fall back on that, you like, there's no point of fighting. It's like, it, love is not even enough. No. Love ain't enough, my nigga. I think every married <laughs> man will tell you that. <laughs> well, love, love cool. <laughs> it's, 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 it's cool. <laughs> like, but love ain't enough. Like, love ain't going to get this thing cranking like no, you think it is. It's like, not. I'm, I'm, I guarantee if we have a poll of a hundred married men, oh yeah, I'm gonna say 80, enough, bro. eighty to ninety of them would say, yo, it's more than just straight love. Of course, love has to be there. Love has to because you there. have to want to, and love helps you want. Right, love. I mean, yeah. love and like are important, but yeah. it has to be just chemistry. Yeah, at some point, it's not even. It's like like don't even have like ain't enough. Like sometimes it's just like, why am I here? Yeah. Because if you don't, if you thinking about it as if like you're trying to size it up too much, or you're trying to like check off the all the marks, you're always gonna fall short. Something's always gonna be off. So that's why you gotta just chalk it that's up why to a lot of single this people. Is my purpose. Here, why you think? Because of that. Oh, because people just they they're too trying yeah. to. You, you, do you got everybody. Everybody got this checklist in their head. 
And watching Love and Marriage First Sight, it kind of shows it. It is. Right? It's scary. Because when they hear you, when you hear their stories yeah. and why they came in, it's like, yeah. yeah and why they've been to... single for so long. Because yeah. most of them are viable people. I think they they could survive in a they healthy could. relationship. But like, I think people. You got this list in your head. And it's like, you got to look like this. Right. Got to have this hair length. You got to. Maybe it's, you got to have a degree. Not, maybe you got to yeah. have two degrees. Mm-hmm. You gotta make this amount of money. You can't do this job. You can't be doing this job. Or you can't live with your mother. Can't right. You gotta yeah. have a car. It's like so right. it's like a long. It's some non-negotiables there, but I just think ultimately we You're always gonna have non-negotiables. But it should we be everything it. on the list. You can't get everything right. So some stuff you gotta be like, all right, that's a little unrealistic. If with this type of guy, I mean, the hot take is you're not supposed to be everything to nobody anyway. That's why I don't yeah. believe in that whole shit of I you my everything. You no, I'm not. Like don't like don't tell me that you're shit. My everything. I'm not your everything. Yeah, I don't know. I think we had this conversation, but not. I don't think it was around. You're my everything. No, what it was, was around. Word? You're my world. Yeah, yeah. I think it was somebody's your. I world. don't know because you're my everything sounds different than you're my world. Oh, it's, my I think world. it's a different conversation <laughs> altogether. <laughs> yeah. But nah, you're not my not my everything. No, no. you can't be my everything. Because if I am everything, that means if I'm gone, you're gone. And yeah, I, I don't want not, you to be. I don't no. want to be everything. No, I want you to be. My partner, I want you to be, you know, my nigga. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, I don't want to be everything. Because that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, Somebody being everything. That's too much pressure. God is your everything. There you yes. go. <laughs> Put if it on you Jesus. believe in God. If you believe in God, Buddha, whoever. <laughs> eat everything. Sun, moon, yeah, whatever you want to do. They are. Let the them be. The the, yeah, the days, like the DJ Khaled yeah. be saying. <laughs> but did you have anything you wanted to get to? Specifically, that was actually most of what I wanted to talk about. But well, um, And we didn't play the video. We didn't play the video. We wanted to really well, talk it's, about. It's along those same lines, though. Yeah, we just kind of uh, broke it down. Yeah. But um, this coming out Tuesday, so we, it's pretty relevant. Um, it's an old nigga moment. Uh, this Travis, got, Travis Scott Festival, Astroworld. I was talking to my wife and I was just saying, like, I, I'm Travis Scott, is, I'm 50 50 on his music only because he doesn't make music, I think, for me specifically. No. He, had a, he get a slap every now and then and it's like, you know, it's hot. But I'm not. He's like, beyond one type of genre. Yeah, he's not just, he's not hip hop. I think yeah. he's alternative rock. He's rock hip hop. He's a rock star. He's, period. He's period. Like, he's worldwide. Like, he, he, get, he touches every corner of the world. Yeah. And I don't like the darkness sometimes in his music sometimes but the funny thing is i do like dark music and that's why I, I, I was just about to say that and that's like, where i'm a contradiction that's where i'm a i'm a walking contradiction or hypocrite because i like very dark music but i don't like you just don't like his dark music. maybe i don't like drug-induced music really none in terms of people talking about drugs in the music it kind of bothers oh, I was me about a little to bit say, cause I, uh, but i like and, drug culture and it's like that's what i'm saying i'm such a hypocrite like yeah that's about, i love but it's just like maybe it's just you just don't like it from certain people you don't like how they deliver you don't like that style that's all it like, is because i'm like all right but i will listen to like a jay-z song where he's literally talking about the connect and the, the plug and i'm like oh, i love that shit yeah but then i'm like then you listen to yo Gotti or money bag you like i love that but it's just like when you get there you like i don't like it's how he's person. putting yeah it's the it's the person yo. it's not that it might be the person but i like him as a person and that's what's crazy because like is, interviews and stuff i'm like yo he seemed like a cool guy like and that's I'm why like, he gravitated towards kanye west maybe the, the which makes sense because he never he never really talked about that kind of stuff he Nah, Kanye. Kanye. So that's another thing. So Kanye, I always tell people the day Joe debate on this podcast is like Jonathan, John. I said Jonathan. I call myself yeah, my whole that's name. That's crazy. John don't like uh, uh, Jay Z. It's not that. It's just that Kanye, at the time of my life, when he came around, compared to where Jay Z was, he was the more relatable to a whole group of people than Jay Z. Because you got to think before that, before him. It was this shift in music, whereas though it used to be only for it used to be gangster, gangster. street. Hood. Drugs, selling drugs. That, but the that's kids, like, the black kids that were not the mon- not monolithic in the way they put us, whereas though everybody in the hood, they were like, I couldn't. It was hard to find a place. It was for the kid that wasn't. They did go to school. Yeah, they it. did, you know, pay attention. I joke you for it, but I get well, it. Well, no, I mean, it's but just you a, almost saying you almost be trying to go with Jay Z like he ain't nice and that's. Oh no, no, no I think he's one of the best rappers that ever. Is. Yeah. I love his. I love him as a rapper. Yeah. I love him more as a businessman, though. I love who he has his his accomplishments as a man. Um, but Kanye would always be that. But um, that's why I want to get Juan and Mesa on back on here because I think that's the perfect start to that conversation is Jay Z and Kanye West. I think yeah, that's because a very you could take transition. you could take them them to people that probably are totally different. You know, one's more of a geek or nerd, which people would call it, and one you know might be no more street adjacent. And then 
see how they connect. Because I think a lot of times the person from the street will push aside the way the person that's not from the street. Yeah. And the person not from the street is like trying to get to the street. And I just, that's what I'm always nervous about because like I have a son now. It's just like that uh, invalidation. I think that's what it really is. So I think um, black men are very good at making other black men feel invalid. And then why, what happens why, why is- Why are we limiting that to black men? Well, because that's all we know. Okay. Specifically. Because I, I, what we see in our right. community specifically. I'm not limiting that to bl- black men. I'm sure that's, okay. that's abundant in the world. But I'm saying specifically in the black male population, we are quick to invalidate another black no, man, causing him to try to figure out to do things to validate himself, which usually is some stupid shit. No, you're right. I and, mean, that's, and, and that's what's fucked up. And I think that's where you come at because you keep bringing up Mason. And, um, Cause I think y'all got two different upbringings and two Cause you don't respect, it's hard to respect the other one. Life. Yeah. Right. You got two vantage points of it. So it's hard to, it's hard to kind of, uh, Look at each other and be like, your way was like, uh, I can't. Uh, uh. It's like, uh-huh. like, uh. like, you can grow up in the county, you ain't do this, you right. ain't do that, you ain't do that. Oh, I, 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 I had to grow up, man. You know what I'm saying? I got, you know what I'm saying? I, I was robbing niggas. Well, I had to rob niggas. Right. Like, That's you know trauma. You telling me all about all your trauma. It's not like you, trauma, trauma. It is me. trauma. That's the, in his mind, well, their well, mind. I mean, it makes you, be, I ain't gonna lie, it, it does make you. I think when you, as we matriculate, when you're young and you experience a lot of things, but I don't think we unpack it as trauma. We unpack it as we should. Yeah, you're that's right. a rite of passage. But you gotta know it's trauma to call it trauma. That's true, and I think sometimes <laughs> yeah. not knowing it's trauma is why you survive. Because if we knew, like you think about your uncles or your your parents, like if they knew the traumatic situation they were living in, would they really be like if I was enslaved? <laughs> enslaved? If I knew the gravity of what sla- enslavement meant, and they might have. I probably wouldn't survive it the same. Cause you're thinking yeah. too much. That that would be me. You can't think so much. Yeah. You gotta do. Cause you you'll be getting whipped. You gotta whipped. stay alive. Yeah, you're gonna be getting whipped. Cause you like, but but Massa. Like, nah, bro. Just get out there. And you just gotta I don't know do. if I'm, I'm mentally strong enough to handle this. Yeah, you are. It's in your DNA. You can I, I'll always tell people, every black person, it's you are mentally strong enough. You literally come from that. It's just that you have evolved. So yes. not being there. Like, you know, I used to equate Republicans to slavery. Uh, it's a safe assumption yeah, at certain crazy. points that's in a, history. When I think back on it, I'm like, that is a fucked up mind. Though. You thought they were slaves? I thought, yeah, <laughs> I just thought Republicans in general. I, I mean, it's totally ignorant. I mean, kid, it yo. makes sense. My damn, that is the craziest, makes dumbest sense. thought ever when you think back on it. I mean, we don't teach um, our children politics, which we should. That needs to be a part of it. Because we need to teach black history and politics. As much as we hate politics. You got to teach they, it. It, it. It's how the world runs. It's how the world runs. And you got to exist in this world. So you got to know what politics. You need to know what means what and all that. Yeah. So let me, uh, let's get to this clip. Uh, where we at? So we got, we found this clip. Where you find it? This one. Instagram. I don't even I came across it. Um, make sure they can hear it. You ever ask a man how he's doing and he says, I'm all right. I'm here to tell you. That man is not alright That man is battling demons That you cannot even possibly imagine That man Is struggling Every single day To find a reason to keep going And the reason we say We're alright is because as a man Nobody really fucking cares What you're going through So why even bother to say it But you know what so that's an interesting clip i have a lot of thoughts on that you can go ahead because i've I've, um yeah go ahead go ahead so it's a money bag yo song and in the song he says it's funny we use a money bag yo to break down something so deep good disciple he says something along the lines of if i tell you what's going on what you gonna do about it Exactly. What I was and saying. I was just like, "Dang, that's deep." It's a line. I forgot right. what song it is. It don't, it don't even matter. But that that line is essentially what, we, what we've been talking about. And are they ready? It's so it's truth to that, and I don't think people want to admit. And that's why the mental health thing. I, I'm all for mental health. I'm really big mental health advocate. I think it's important. But there is a truth, and it's a harsh reality, and that's the feeling nobody wants to help you deal with. A lot of times, the fact is. There is sometimes no one can save you. No. 
literally, no, you, have you to, gotta sit you in have, that shit. Yeah. So I think that's the more compelling part of that that's interesting because nobody ever tells you that no one's coming to save you. Yeah. You gotta save yourself. That was like the biggest piece of advice I ever got. It was like, no one's coming to save you, figure it out. And that's not saying like- I don't like, think I ever got that advice, but I learned it. Y- yeah, you, you learn it. And that's, <laughs> Yo, it hurts when you learn it. I, I know. <laughs> And I learned yeah. it, and I, I was told, but it was just like both of them hurt yeah. because it's true. Like ultimately, in this world, you are alone. I know there are people you have a support, you have village, and all that kind of stuff. But there are things in life that literally it's just you, and I, I say God, but it's you and whatever you you know want to pair it with. And there's nothing nobody can do. Right. And I think sometimes we try to lie to people and save them from that. Like no, that's why people say there's demons people be fighting. Is nothing. It's not a no amount of nothing that you can do to help that, except for them. No, they so. have to. They have to want to be helped. People tough. do got want to be helped, and I think sometimes I I know I'm stubborn enough to not want to be helped. I don't like I don't like asking for help, so I know wanting which is a problem. Oh, it's a huge problem. Yeah. I don't like asking for help. Like I can be on fire. And oh, yeah, I, I'm gonna figure this shit out. I'm, I'm gonna figure this shit out. out. It's funny. Yeah. It came up in my uh, review. Really? Work. Yeah. My bo- he said what is verbatim. the political way to say that? Well, my, right. <laughs> my boss is not really in the politically oh, saying right. things. So he, he just, just said it. Like, you, you don't like to say what it is because you want to fix it yourself. And it's like you need to reach out for help. I'm not a reach out for help guy. And that's where I know for a fact that's one of my things. I don't reach out for help. You watch All-American? Oh, you trying to call me home. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's him. Uh, Spencer. Yo, Spencer. Spencer James, this yo. nigga trying to save the hood. Trying yeah, to save everything. Yo, he's yeah. trying to like save 17. every fucking At like 17, thing. though. <laughs> yo, that, that shit, that's what's so fucked up about the show. Because it's like, yo, they these niggas in high school. <laughs> but you know what's funny? That freedom. Because me and my wife watch it. And you probably watched it like, man, in high school, we ain't had that kind of freedom. No. Then we, then we was watching in high school. We was just like, oh, that's exactly how high school was. Really? People had to kind of trips, cars, access to money. Like that's how high school was. Yeah, that man. The the distinction between Beverly Hills and, and uh, Beverly yeah. Hills and Crenshaw on that show is like so. It's, it's very telling. But you got to think that that kind of stuff shapes you. But to the point you was trying to make, yeah. Sometimes people don't know when to reach out. No. But I think also that's that's just a uh, that could be a man thing or that could be a survival tactic. Because at some point. I don't know. Maybe it's just a man thing. That it's we don't probably like to a man reach thing. Out. It, yeah, because I, it, we were taught to put it on your shoulders, yo. Get this shit done. I think that that's what men's men are taught in general. Just so get like, it just done. put, just get it done. Just get it done. I mean, it is to a certain degree you need that, but the same token as you do gotta be re- willing to reach out. But it's it's hard. It's a conundrum. Like like I was saying before, like. There's some things in this world that you gotta be able to somebody when you go to therapy, they I think they gotta also tell you to deal with things that like, look, only you can deal with this. There's nothing else you can do. And that's what well, I mean. Well, that's what therapy saying. is, re- making you realize that sometimes. Correct. That you gotta look into you gotta look start with self first. I sound like I've been there before, but You I been haven't. to therapy yet? You no, ain't been to therapy? I haven't, I haven't. All these years. We've been talking about therapy probably since no. like the first episode. You still scared? I still haven't, I haven't found a therapist. But also, I can't say I haven't found it because I was looking and I haven't found it. <laughs> I haven't found it because I haven't been actively looking. Yeah. Even though I know I need to do it, it's a tough. Are you scared? I think I think I really you am might be. scared you on might be. what um it will unpack. Mm. It's like I don't necessarily want to unpack stuff. Don't want to, but you I wanna... do, but I don't. This is why it's weird, right? Because I know I need to, yeah, and I know I need to find a therapist, but you don't want to. But I don't. You're want scared to of the results. Of You're scared of what could possibly come of if you go to therapy. Is it going to tell me that I, I'm a super fucked up human being? We all are. Yeah, I know, but I want to hear about. Myself. Are you more so worried about? Because when therapy, my biggest thing was I didn't want to talk about childhood stuff. That was weird, and that was the first thing. That you talk about. What's crazy is because I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, in my mind, growing up, I had the most regular family. You don't think regular of, yeah. everything, and then as you grow up and you find out, like you find out little stuff here and there, and you're like, how yeah. did this really affect me? Right. And how is it affecting me now? Because, I mean, my family ain't bad or anything, but we got regular family issues that 
But it's funny you say you had a most regular childhood. Like people that know you, I would even say you had a more traumatic childhood. See, than I anybody. never looked at it like that. Like you have, <laughs> you had a childhood that was tougher than most. You never lost a parent. Like yeah, that's I, not regular. It, like it, kids, it, like every every kid doesn't experience that. <laughs> so it's just like, but in fact, and that's what I talked about the survival mindset, like. You gotta kind of tell yourself things are gonna be alright. Cause if you don't tell yourself things are gonna be alright, you gonna be fucked up. Right. Cause but you gotta. But you. I mean, I always say therapy now. At this point in life, even when I before I had a child, I would say I want to unpack it before it gets to the point where I have a kid, and get to a point where because whatever's in me is coming up. That's a good point. Because you gotta think every bit of trauma or drama in your life that you don't deal with, your kid's gonna get it. Yeah. They're going that, to get it regardless. That's, that's valid. <laughs> Great point, yo. Because and then when you see it, you're gonna be like, "Fuck, shit, damn, that is me." But the thing is, if that you is work smart. it out, at least when you see it, you can identify it and you can say, "Look, this is me. <laughs> you're like this because of me." Because it was funny because uh, I, I I said this on the podcast a while ago. Like my dad was saying, "Hey, look, it was random. We was in the kitchen. Like he always was sitting in the kitchen watching like sports or something. He just looked over me. I was in the fr- getting something out of the fridge. He was like." Um, y'all might want to go to like therapy or something, man. You gotta, y'all probably gonna suffer from depression and stuff, you know? <laughs> really? And I'm just like, oh, a camera cut out. Yeah, but um, he said, one. y'all gonna uh, suffer from depression or stuff like that. And I was just like, um, what are you talking about? And he was just like, oh, yeah, I, I dealt with depression. Your grandfather dealt with depression. So he was like, it's there. So y'all might want to be careful. Y'all feel those feelings or you gotta be that's careful. That's just a random, I'm digging It was fridge. very random. And I'm just, I look back at him like, yo, that's how Like you, right now? That's how like, you gonna tell me that. I know. Like, but, but he was right. Cause that, you, I said we shared the same grandfather. I, now that I look back, I'm like, oh shit. Maybe he was depressed. I never thought he was depressed until my dad said, no, he was depressed. He had depression and, and it turned into anger. He said, "Once you depress it long enough, it does turn. It. I mean, you put it, it, you press it down, you turn into anger." And I was like, "Yo, he was angry." But you see, I just learned stuff about the family. And then it, it, it opens up something else about. But you, you just and think then he you start was, thinking about it, it's like right damn. to me. He was, to us, he was just a grumpy old yeah, man. Just a grumpy. <laughs> He's exactly. grumpy. Yeah, that's, like, that's what old people are. Yeah, old people be grumpy, <laughs> but it's not. Nah, he was better because now I know different from my line of work. Nah, all old people ain't grumpy. Some of them living life today, the wheels fall off, yeah. literally. I'm just like, oh, age don't got nothing. To do. So as you age, I don't want to be bitter as I age. No. That's one thing I'm consciously trying to fight. Because people, as they get older, they get bitter because of regrets. Yeah. And I don't want to live with regrets that I'm be bitter. Is there anything else you think about when you, like, as, as you get older that, you, that scares you? or I don't want enemies in terms enemies? of I don't want people. I never want to look over my shoulder. Um, I don't want people that I don't want to have hate out in this world like people I've done wrong as I get older I don't want that on my conscience I want my conscience just like if it's my grandchildren my wife just like literally enjoyment of life as I get older I agree. specifically that's, that's really how I live when I get in my 60s 50s 60s 70s like I ain't trying to be sweating young shit like I, co- I consider some drama young shit like I don't want to be stressing that yeah like nah, I want more peace as I I ascend. I the older I get, I want more peace. I don't want more chaos. That's why I really strive to not have anybody that's like me. I strive, but you gonna have it. I know. I mean, it's, it's I know nature, people dislike me. Yeah, people dislike me, and I probably don't even know they dislike me. But the same token is what I'm gonna do about it. But that's if you, you but I guess I'm always. I always say, oh wow, now we done one. Um, I always say now. At least I can be open to if you do dislike me, I'm open to the discourse or a conversation of why. That's my biggest thing. I'm cool with that. So I don't think people are ever going to. You're not going to like. for people to like me isn't for them. Striving for the people to like me is is for me to kind of. Why you look at me like that? No, I was just saying you, you you want people to like you. You want people to like you for you. No, I just want to. I want to feel like I'm a good person. So you want to be validated. I guess that that's horrible. So you seek validation in that way. That's interesting. The therapist would definitely unpack that shit. That's a whole can of worms. Saying, the more I talk, the more shit come out. And it's like, uh. That's what therapy do. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yo, I didn't want to tell you that. God damn, now we got to stay in this for another. <laughs> this is a week. We got to stay in this for a week. I know. <laughs> we also, I mean, that's, um, the, speaking of the Kanye interview, that's, I mean, I think that's his biggest issue. Validation. He seeks validation. He, he, he shows it. He's, 
people that are egotistical and narcissists, they need validation. And it's not a bad thing to need validation. I don't consider myself a narcissist, narcissist and uh, ego-driven. No, I don't think you're ego-driven, but the same token as we all, I mean, you have an ego, and you, mm. you're going to use it. I mean, where, I mean, I think you might be a little selfish, but that's just nature. But it makes sense why you would be. Yeah. It makes, I would call it more selfish than it would be uh, narcissist. Right. But you had only self to worry about. <laughs> So you didn't grow up where with a whole bunch of people, whereas like, you couldn't think about self. Some people would probably be selfish if they had the opportunity. Yeah, I've always had to think about myself. But it's a mm-hmm. good thing that selfish ain't a bad thing all the time. It can't. Yeah, all the time. You, you, you yeah. But I mean, usually people that are selfish will put themselves first. Yeah, I don't necessarily try that. You're not gonna go out. I your, don't try to. Well, put yourself first. Yeah. You, but you, you do naturally. No, that's that comes out wrong. I do put myself first. Yeah. Let me leave it at that because I, I can't get my thought out right. But I think, but that's the funny thing when you navigate those thoughts, people try to make it sound PC. Nah, like sometimes yeah. people are just selfish. Like, like I, I might be narcissistic. Like, yeah. I might have a big ego. But it's, it's like, that's not a bad thing. I think people, I'm over, I think as I get older, I'm realizing like we do that labeling shit quick. We do. Like, some people are jealous. Like, people have that. Trait like it's a trait for a reason. Like, it just had this negative connotation. It's a very nobody negative connotation. No, nah, nobody wants to be called it, but you are jealous. You are this. It's just dealing with it. It's just also identifying. You deal with it. I'm more so upset when someone act as if it's not real. Like, for example, if somebody you know if if I'm if I'm selfish or I don't like really sharing, don't act like you're not. Right. That's 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 how I I find fault with people when they that. If you selfish, cool. I know you selfish. So I when you just selfish, I'm like, yo, come on, yo, stop being selfish. <laughs> and that's that's how I feel like people should conduct themselves. Not saying, oh, he's selfish. And like people in friendships a bit based off of that shit. Not knowing yes. identifying yeah. traits in people and just saying, all right, cool. That's how you are. That's how you are. That's how you are. All right, cool. It is some deal breakers, like I always say, but. Like Maul, right? Yeah, you can't. Maul procrastinates. We know Maul procrastinates. We know no matter what we do, Maul is going to be the last period, last decision. It pisses us off. Yeah, and he knows it. He knows that he 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 don't care. I think. Does he not care? He don't. Because if he if he cared, he would try to change it. Mm. I always thrives in there. I always say, if you don't want to move, I think something in life. Or I always think children, they're going to be the ones that get your ass. And that's why like every trait that I have that I consider that's like something I always got to work on, I know my yeah. child's going to be the one gonna piss you off. to do it. They're going to push that button. Like, for mm-hmm. example, if you cons- do you consider yourself selfish? I do. That's why I had to oh, clean up Oh, you do consider yourself thing. selfish? I try not to. I try not to be, but I know I am. Does that make sense? Yeah, you don't want to be. I don't I like it about myself, I, but I, I don't like it about it. myself, but... It's hard to get out of it. Nah, it's a, it's a hard habit. Yeah. But no, nah, as long as you know and you're trying to identify and you yeah. try to like, all right, cool. Even with your partner, like, you know I'm a little selfish. You got to tell them, like, I'm selfish. I try not to be. You got to tell me when I'm not. I'm being selfish. I, tell I, I, I work. I literally, I, so I, I strive not to be selfish. But I, it's hard. Sometimes I know in my head, I'm like, you're being selfish right now. The key is just identifying and it. And that's why I try to identify and be like, what am I doing wrong? And right. sometimes I do that too. But a kid, that's why, I said, it's a, that's why a child would do it. They're interesting because they're going to find your trait that you, that one weakness of you and not even intentionally. Even my, my baby at three months, he's already picking up. I'm impatient, right? <laughs> like this nigga works my patience. <laughs> I have a lot of patience, but when I get home, I don't have as much patience. Mm-hmm. Now, I've grown my patience. In three months, I've had to grow my patience. Like, for example, cause I, it's, and I grew it all by putting him to sleep. Because <laughs> you can't rush a baby to sleep. No, he's going to go to sleep when he wants. He's going to go to sleep when he wants. Like, I'm patting him, and you can tell he's heavy, he's chilling, and he's squirming. And you're like, oh, yo, go to sleep. And I'm trying to put him down real quick. And Sherelle said, you keep rushing. She said, you keep <laughs> rushing. He's not going to go to sleep. And I said, so I got it. I've told myself I got to just I can't do anything but dedicate and focus to this task. Focus and impatience are the two things I lack, and that's the two things that my child literally Picking is making it out me of do. you right now. And it, it's fucking with me, cause like yo, I'm like yo, I, I cause I I always jump from one thing to the next, one thing to the next. My, I'm very scatterbrained. So <laughs> you were thinking you think he's doing it on purpose? <laughs> I think yeah, I think he's doing it on purpose, but he not. It's like, just that. I know. It's just that, uh, nah, it's just that one thing that you know. Your spouse would do it. 
Like, because your your spouse becomes a mirror of you. And then you like, yo, this is... Because, like, for example, if you have a hard, hard time communicating, they're going to prick you so hard to where you like, yo, I got to say something because this is really something. bothering me. This is really bothering me. And it forces you to communicate. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I did want to end with this clip, though, because I saw this on Instagram. I wanted to know what you thought about this. Hold on. Everybody likes to define cheating as certain things like, oh, cheating is kissing. Cheating is when you get physical. Cheating. To me, cheating so. is anything that you cannot do in front of your partner. Like, anything that you can't do in front of your partner that you're trying to hide from them is, like, cheating. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, because it's like, if it's not... If it's <laughs> innocent or platonic, why can't you do this in front of your partner or why can't your partner know what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, like, even if you just go out to eat with somebody, but you have to lie to your partner about it, to me, that's cheating. But I read something where it said, like, most people, the crazy thing about most people, they only <laughs> consider cheating physical cheating. Mm. All right, we're going to stop right there. So, that's a podcast in Georgia. It's funny. I follow them. It's called Poor Minds, Poor Underscore Minds. Check them out. Mm. But I thought about that. It's just like, <sighs> you don't agree with it? No. Cheating is just, it's funny that people, the definition of cheating is still being discussed. Oh, you're talking about that part of it. Okay. It's like, it's not obvious. I think cheating can be something as simple as a text. If, if, if you can't show, I agree with yeah, that. If you, like, can't, if you show can't show that text to your, partner, your significant other, yeah, it's, it's probably cheating. cheating. It's probably cheating. If you don't want them because, to know. Yeah, you're cheating. hiding it. Yeah. Why, if you're hiding, why, why are you hiding it? Because you don't want them to know. Do you believe in lying? Is omitting lying to you? Yes. Okay. It's funny. It is. It's intentional, especially if it's int- intentional omission. No, unintentional omission. So, for oh, example, yeah. or so lying can be can, if you know you om- go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I got, and I get an argument with Sherelle often about what lying is because if you're communicating, so for example, you saying you we both communicate sometimes probably to spare feelings, mm-hmm. so that's lying. And I've been like, we've been going back and forth. Just like, that's not lying. But she said, no, that's that's lying. If you aren't like giving me the full thing, if you're trying to hold anything back, is that lying? If you're trying, so that's what I'm saying. Intentionally, right? If you no, you're not trying to intentionally. Like you're communicating, but you are. If if I'm communicating something and I just forget a detail, like genuinely forget it, I'm not lying. But you're not genuinely forgetting. But you're not trying to give the, I guess, full brunt of your emotions. I am trying. But because when you when you communicate, do you give the full brunt of your emotions? Well, no. That's why I said I'm working on. So is so that I'm lying? Not. That's what I'm trying. To no. To me, that's not lying. It's not lying. Oh, and Sherelle's saying that is lying. She said that's lying because you're not really telling the truth. If we look up the definition of lying, I guarantee is it's saying advertently. You know what I'm saying you, is it you, intent that that changes lying? Yeah. Okay. You can't you can't be lying if you don't know. If, like mm. if I'm like if I'm leaving out a detail in the story because I know that detail will get me in trouble, that is lying. That's omission. Yeah, you omitted. Yeah, yeah. That's a lie. If if I forget that detail because it was insignificant in my mind and I really didn't think it mattered to the conversation. Right. Hold on. I just I don't know if I like that. So it's funny though, right? Because that because be. I do that when I tell stories back a lot. Oh, forget details. And I always get called out like, "How did you forget that part?" It's just like, nah, like it was I just insignificant to me. it was insignificant. I I forgot it. So that was a huge part, though. I'm like, but to me, it wasn't right, and it's still not. I think that's what makes it lying. If it's still, if if you know, if she points it out that it's a, if she points out that it's a big part of it, and you, then you agree that that is a big part, and then she forgot it, maybe that does change the lie, does it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. She's fucking me up, man. I'm like, yo, I, I, I'm not lying. Especially if, if she can explain why this is, why that's a significant part. Yeah, I guess if so. she can't explain it and, but yeah, she, and, you, and you don't agree and you think it's insignificant, then it's not. Right. But like, I like to go back to that. I, I don't think cheating is should be up for debate anymore. I think cheating is I agree. everything. It's emotional. It's physical. It's passive. It's aggressive. It's all of that. But because it takes so much to get to that physical part that the other young lady was talking about, it has it, you go through so many barriers. Yeah. I mean, you go through so many different levels to get to the part of actually physically cheating. You don't yeah. just, I don't think physical cheating happens so quickly. No, I think that's the usually the sum total of 
Right. All, all, the, all of the other cheating. Right. All the other cheating. The, well, like the, you said, it's that text when you get that number and you text them. Yeah. That's the cheating right up. there. Yeah. That's 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 the that's the. By part. the time you get you find out somebody's physically cheating, I feel like they've been. They've been gone. Yeah, they've been gone. Like they've been they've yeah, been they've out been of been here. Gone. Like they've. Yeah. That's something like people always say. People like it's funny since I was married. That's one of the things married men will come up to me and say something about that, and I'd be looking at them crazy. Which part? The cheating part. Mm-hmm. Cause some men still believe is cheating is a rite of passage to being a man. They do. Yeah, and it's kind of like what, what, kind, of shit, what kind of shit you want, bro? Like it's just social media. They make them cool. Yeah, like nah, man. Like it, like, and I always and if you, I'm not a cheater for the record out there yeah. listening public. But why would I tell you? Like, why would I do my dirt with you if I was doing dirt? I never understood that. And maybe that's a man thing. Some men socialize that way. If I'm doing dirt or doing wrong, I don't want to. No. I don't want an audience. No. I don't, I don't want partners. <laughs> like, I don't want to say, oh, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just. You're going to broadcast? Yeah, so. I slept around with my wife. I'm not telling you. You never will know. Why would you? And, and that's, <laughs> so, that's always weird to me. So, like, some niggas are, are so naive that they don't think homeboys will use that against you. Yeah. Well, if it's a real homeboy, I guess. But not even the fact that you use it against me. You shouldn't me, even put like, that on your homeboy. Yeah, you shouldn't even put it on. That's a lot to put on him. Like, yeah. don't tell, don't tell me. Don't. Because you tell me, yo, I'm, a, I'm a see your wife. Complicit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm complicit. Yo, I'm, I'm involved. Yeah. But the same token is, if you tell me, I'm gonna be like, don't do that. Like, I'm just calling you out. Just don't do it. I'm not gonna go run to your wife, and that's weird. That's. Now that's a whole nother conversation. Like, you know who, somebody did that. Nah, it's right. I, I don't know anybody did it directly. I've heard stories of people. I wonder how that would how that how would that go down? Like how how would know. you go to your homeboy's wife to tell him? Shit. To tell her. Like I what what is it? How how do you part your, like how do you say that? This is where they're gonna say men need to hold other men accountable. Yeah. But I don't, we should. I'm not there yet. But that's a tough with yeah. that particular thing, if a man cheats you on his tell wife. If a man cheats on his wife, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know if I'm I'm not running to his wife to say Yo, what's the said you gotta tell him? Like, yo, it's fucked up. And I then you gotta sh- let him I think, marinate it, and do I think, whatever you gonna do with it. Yeah, you gotta let him marinate and do whatever you gonna do. I and think you give him, wife. you give him shit for it. Yeah. So like, if we out, like, yo, or you can you can disassociate us. Do you disassociate yourself from your homeboy if you know he's cheating on his wife or his girlfriend? I I can sit here and realistically say yeah. And we all can say realistically. But say I, yes. I'm not. It's a hard. It's, yeah, it's a hard conversation. Up. It's real. That's the yeah, that's that's a hard combo. I'm not gonna not say nothing about it though. I'm definitely going. If we, I know, we're gonna talk to him about it. That's yeah, all I'm, I, that's all I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah, I don't to think. You. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm going to just. I'm gonna acknowledge you're gonna, I'm gonna know. Gonna cut him off. That's huge. And that's probably sometimes women probably be saying that's guy. the that's the whole men accountable. Yeah. So. I, I think different. If I, I'm not, me personally, if I willingly know somebody is being adulterous to their, you know, their wife or their partner um, or they're cheating, and it's, even if it's not a wife, I always say a person that will steal will kill. A person that will lie, like the way they lie, like blatantly, they mm-hmm. will do anything. To me, and I, I could be very... You know, I could be projecting a little too much here. It might not be real. I could be overdoing it. It says a lot. I think it's more of a character thing. Cheating. I think it's more of a character cheating. thing. You're a horrible person if you cheat. In general. I wouldn't say you're a horrible person, but it says a lot about your character if you sustain it. And you Saying a it. lot. When you, say, when you say that says a lot about a character, that means it's, it's bad. It's bad. You're, like, you're trying to sugarcoat But how can you... If somebody is cheating on their spouse... And I do, it is a difference between, I know people always say it's not a difference between boyfriend, girlfriend versus marriage. It is a, it's levels to this shit. It is a little different. But regardless, it is a character issue, but what do you do? I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I haven't been put in a situation, I do, so I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I'm, like, are you, you going right to he's a human, horrible human being? Nah, you know what? You can't. And I it's funny, because like, that's now that you sit there think, it's like, oh, this is some, somebody I love, I can't just jump to, I can't discard their whole being. Yeah. But the same token, like, what do what do you do? Fuck. I, I, I don't know. I'm hoping, I'm I hope know. I'm never confronted with that. I hope not. And <laughs> as, that's why I said, don't tell me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be the guy you confide in to say, I yeah, I cheated. Nah. Know. Go to therapy and tell your wife. 
Tell your wife, man. Because I just don't want to. That's a that's a heavy weight. I don't really. Until I told you it was wrong. Yeah, I told him. <laughs> I told that nigga. Yeah, like, cause I ain't trying to be at the cookout and she getting. A, don't cut your eye on me. Yeah, that's the that would be a worse. That thing. is a tough position to be in. But yeah. also, is anybody ever valid for cheating? Validating their cheating. Is cheating ever valid? Uh, method to get what you want. Whether it be tension, physical, whatever. If you chose monogamy, no. Yeah, I guess. Oh, so you're saying if it's a breach of the, a breach of the agreement with that person, yeah. it's bad. Yes. I don't know. If you chose it. I think it's easier to say in theory that these <laughs> things course. are bad. Of course. But now that I'm sitting here talking about it, because I think I was a lot more hell-bent on saying the character thing, people were just trash for doing it. But it's just like when you really have relationships and bonds with people, how do you hold them accountable with yet? Not discard their whole being. It's a hard, it's fucked up thing to do. Yeah, because people gonna do some fucked up shit, and you might be, not even with cheating, you might have something that you do that you might that's fucked up. That's fucked up. There's no doubt about it. We all got stuff we do that's fucked up. So like, is it for is it forgivable? Like for example, if somebody is in your friend group and they do that, they step out, whatever, and it ends up in divorce or something. Like, do you carry them different? It's like a lot of different scenarios as you get older now. You think about like how do you, how do people navigate that? Because I even think about like my aunts. I have aunts or uncles that have been through divorces mm-hmm. and stuff like like how did that shit rock? Like how did that? Like how do we get here where it's cool? Like what was the conversations that people had to be like? Nah, maybe it didn't happen. It's just time, right? And then we have like for example, we have uh, divorced. Uh, Uncles and aunts, like even my aunts on both sides, I have uncles and aunts that no longer are with the spouse that are really not even really my uncle or aunt. But I still call them uncle. Call them uncle. Yep. But it's just like, but what fucked up shit happened? Like what happened there? See, if you dig into it, yeah, you find the answer weird. and then, then you get you're gonna think back and be like, damn, that is Because even I think I always say like, I always think about my grandmother and how she had a living boyfriend for ten years. I was like, that's why my grandfather was that nigga. Like that nigga years older than that nigga on Instagram that we talk about was my grandfather. He had a tw- she had a boyfriend twenty years older than her, a sugar daddy. He had had kids. They had all their kids, like one, two. They had three kids. He had three kids with this woman. Mm-hmm. Never married her. Ain't it crazy with you like, when you think back? Damn, that nigga was we a say, nigga we too. Say, yeah, I'm about to say. I was just about to say. Y'all parents and grandparents are niggas too. Yeah. It had cool. to be, somebody had to lay the foundation for this nigga. They did. Yeah, they did. We ain't get it out of nowhere. We ain't get it from nowhere. That's some wild shit, though. Yo, life come at you fast, yo. Not real fast. <laughs> Real fast. Right. You, and you got to make decisions quick sometimes. And then the whole idea that even my grandfather had another kid from a previous relationship. And then my dad told me he didn't find out about his older brother till 17. Right. Like, because what it, the hell? The, and the way they found out about it. Yeah, he was just there. They said the grandson, the, our, our cousin was just there one day. Yeah. Like, Whose kid is this? Yeah. Like, I'm oh, like, that that's is. your brother's kid. Like, wait, my brother. Yo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a crazy story. But it's just like, yo, that sounds like some loving hip hop stuff. Right. If you write the script, that's a loving hip hop. That's why. That's why what I said, yo, it was like, yo, me growing up, I thought I was just, just in a. It was a lot of unmost normal, around you. Right, regular, and, <laughs> and I love my family. <laughs> but this is it just shows like every family has their own thing, yo. Yo, and I could speak for that, but both sides, as we wrap it up, like, even on my mom's side, it's just like a lot of stuff. As I get older now, I'm just like. Hold on, that don't make sense. And this person is here, that person is here. And then I think I think the person that can speak on that the best is actually my oldest brother. Right, probably. Because he probably lived that more than we kind of did. Because he dealt with that. Because he was more conscious. Mm-hmm. We were young. So, like, we didn't see the, the, the fuckery. Like, he probably seen it. Because he always talks about it. And I'm just like, I don't even yeah, know what when you're talking you, about. Yeah, but I say, when you talk to him, he he can go in. Yeah, and I'm just like, all right, okay. He and he goes in, he doesn't stop. So he doesn't. Um, but that's another episode. I don't have nothing else to say. Um, hold on, hold on. Maul won't be back by next episode. Maul's oh, in Vegas, been hootie patootie, man. He's yeah. out. He's out on his uh rubber ducky float <laughs> and at the pool in Vegas. For seven days, yo. He's seven days. Life. We can't so, get a nigga to pick off one time. Yo, you, you don't know the mind fuck I've been in <laughs> since this nigga said he was going to Vegas for seven days. And then we trying to. We have an event coming up on December seventeenth. We tried to change the date to the 18th, but he couldn't because he couldn't get off work. 
It's just like, but Ma. Took off a whole week. You just took off a whole week to go to Vegas. Ma don't fuck with us. Like, we just want a day. I yeah, said you don't fuck with us in the last episode. You didn't hear that, did you? Oh, uh, no. Nah, oh, I yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't get to the end. I stopped at like 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. When me and Maul was on there, uh, we was talking. About, that was when we were talking about the Cougars. I was just like, yeah, Melvin, since he got married, he really messed with us. But, <laughs> but Maul but really doesn't. I was joking. And I even said I was joking about you. But Maul, yo, you can't give us a day. We're not worth a day. Yeah. But we, I feel like we we are that girlfriend or that wife that says, I'm not worth a day of your time. Like, yes. You don't want to spend time with me? Yeah. Like I he, think, and we and we're formally saying that right now. We're being the ex girlfriend or that girlfriend. Damn. Right now. We are being. He can't even give us like a little stand of seven point five. We can't get three hours. Three hours. That's all we asking for. Hey, You're right. We're not hours, even man. asking for the whole three night. Three hours. Yo. Leave early. That's all we asking for. Yeah, Half a day. Show up. Show up. Show up. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Ma. But he got a he going seven days. The balls yo. in your court, yo. And then Ma always cried. He said, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money. Seven days in Vegas seven is not cheap. A seven-day vacation. When you get the seven-day vacation status, that's you spending over a stat. Yeah. Over well a stat. Well over a stat. It, man, that might you be, might be two a days, two. Three days. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Seven days you, in Vegas, yo. That's... I'm talking about on top of the hotel stay, you're over a stat. Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm talking about, it depends on what you're doing. So, so that's Vegas, what. It's easy. If you gamble. Yeah, if you gamble, you're going to leave that in the night, maybe. Who knows? Gambling, eating. Take up that. But anyway, so yeah, y'all know how we are. Um, Maul does he's, he's not gonna he be here for another uh, episode. Oh, ne- next episode we probably gonna have guests though. Definitely gonna have guests. Yeah, I think I'm gonna find some guests, some credible guests. Cause we want to get back into our guest bag. We did talk about it. We had a podcast meeting for the first time ever. Um, and we're trying to get back. I wouldn't into, say ever. We never had a meeting about the podcast. We always had a meeting about the business. It was part. both. Still, no, yeah, but the, I think we had a more podcast topic. That was good. Yeah. So, um, that's another episode of Answers Views. Make sure you like, listen, subscribe. I'm trying not to have such abrupt endings. That's why I'm yeah. talking and dragging yeah. this out. And December 17th. December 17th, we're we going to be having. having an event at Serenity Wine Bar in Baltimore. So, tickets are going to upload that hopefully this week. Yeah. Yeah, this week. Get your tickets. So now it's cheap. Do we tell them that we're going to change our drop date yet? No, we didn't. But then we. I, wanna, I wanted to wait till Maul got here before we change the drop right, date. So we're, but we're, ch- we're, we're, we're going to drop this on Tuesday, and then we're going to probably be changing our drop date to Thursday, and then we're going to give you different content on Tuesdays. So just be looking out for that, and uh, yeah, make sure we're you, trying to do big things. We're trying. I mean, we might as well. We we sitting here with all this equipment for nothing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll check you out. Uh, peace. Peace.